Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month? What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms? What to do when she has left the home with or without the children? What to do when you're divorced but didn't want it? Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. Moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day, while also helping men understand courting, not dating in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting just is for marriage. In this 100th episode of the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast, my man on fire segment with Steve Picorni and how to rebuild your marriage after pornography part two. Plus, live phone calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue at 313 Radical as 313-723-4225 for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so now we have the quote of the day. Quote, where there is great love, people can put up with every manner of hardship because of the quality of love, which lifts them up from their environment. End quote. Archbishop 
Fulton J. Sheen, book three, To Get Married. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so today we revamp uh, our interview about talking about pornography and how it can ruin a marriage and society um, and how it seeps itself into our homes. And the questions today we must ask ourselves is, you know, what is what is pornography and 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 what things accompany it? Basically, we're talking about the fences against chastity. So what are the fences against chastity? Some examples are. What homosexuality, um, no fault divorce, prostitution. Um, uh, let me see what uh, abortion things like that. Uh, those are like the set the, the, some of the causes, but the actual offenses are prostitution, um, homosexuality, um, lust. Um, it's like three or four more. Um, and what we have to do is realize why is God against these things? Uh, I was talking to a guy yesterday, and he was telling I was telling him. That you know, the sixth and ninth commandments are the things that send people to hell the most. So the sixth and ninth commandments are what adultery and um, lusting after somebody else's wife, basically. Um, and so what we got to do is understand that these things are very, very, um, they're very grave. Um, the reason that God is against these kind of things, man, it all goes back to one thing: the really purpose that we are here as men. Um, the real purpose that we are here as women is because of God was completely fulfilling himself, completely satisfied with him in the Trinity. And then he decided that, you know, I want to share that. And so what did he do? He had creatures. He created angels. He created us. And and so when he created us, that was the deal, you know. But the deal in the whole plan is you can come down here, you can have your free will, but listen. You've got to understand the plan is to get as many souls back to me as possible. That's the plan. So people get all upset when they, well, why can't I do pornography? Well, you know, well, it, because it, it's, it's selfish. Love is meant to be shared. Why can't, I, why can't I masturbate? Well, because it's selfish. Love is meant to be shared. If we're spilling our seed on the ground and things like that, how can that seed do its job? Its job is to impregnate your beloved wife that you can have a soul and then you send that, you make that soul a saint and then that saint gets sent back to God. That's the plan. Now, people are selfish and we don't really understand the plan because why a lot of our pastors these days and priests and pastors and stuff, they don't really preach that stuff. You know, and people come to me all the time asking like, where, you know, why wasn't anybody teaching me this? Why doesn't anybody teach me this anymore? Well, Steve's going to talk about all that. <laughs> I'm going to put it because he, he's, he's probably way better at it than me when it comes to pornography and stuff like that. But it's just that we've got to understand, man, that we've got to start holding our priests and our pastors. We've got to start holding them a little, our bishops, you know, and, and the pope, you know, start holding them a little accountable. I'm not saying dog them out and call them names and be disrespectful. But what I am saying is, you know, put it in their ear. Hey, man, we want to hear the word. 
We want to hear the word. Get up there and talk about no-fault divorce. Get up there and talk about abortion. Get up there and talk about homosexuality. Get up there and talk about pornography and masturbation and how it can hurt the ruin the family. Then we'll have a lot more parishioners and a lot more of the faithful, a lot more Christian soldiers that understand these things and they can spread that to their families. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's hard. Go every. I've got to go out and find God myself all the time. Think about it. It's tiring. Isn't it? I mean, although I love Christ, I'm on fire for Christ. But sometimes I just like to sit in the pew and have and have a and have a pastor when I go to daily mass or Sunday mass or wherever I go in, in the Catholic church and just have the priest just sit up there and give me some knowledge. You know, why do I have to be the always the one? It's like, you know, like you and your wife all the time. You the one have to approach her to make love all the time. That gets, at the wild, man, that gets old. You know, like, can you approach me every now and then? <laughs> so that is where we're going today. I'm not going to talk a long time because I really want to get Steve in here. And so welcome to the Catholic Alphas Man on Fire. Yay! This is my segment on married men or men leading a ministry in the Catholic faith doing it right, trying to hold it down for God, his marriage, his beloved, and his family. And today's man on fire is Steve Picorni of freedomcoaching.net. Steve is the founder of Mission Freedom Coaching, uh, found at freedomcoaching.net, a one-to-one mentoring system designed to break permanently the attraction to pornography and unchaste behavior in both men and women. They currently have seven coaches serving four languages worldwide. They are the truth, y'all. They are the truth. Steve is also the author of Redeemed Vision, Setting the Blind Free from the Pornified Culture. He is uh, the most uh, the host of the Redeemed Vision podcast, which I was just on last week, which was really fun, um, which dives into the important topics such as pornography, sexual identity, true freedom, real love, and living marriage well. Freedom Coaching also helps and works with males and females from 8 to 81. I think he'd take, if you're 99, I think he'd take you too. <laughs> they have served singles, married, seminar, seminarians, and priests. Steve has been married uh, almost 14 years to his beloved Valerie. His children are Isabella, 12, Francesca, which is a beautiful name, 10, and Joy, who is the who is in the arms of her heavenly father for miscarriage at seven weeks. As founder of the Apostolate Freedom Coaching, Steve is privileged to work with some of the most broken men and women and see them walk in genuine eternal freedom. I brought Steve here today to speak on the devastation of pornography and masturbation on marriage and the family and on how pornography has seeped into our culture and what are the best ways for husbands and fathers to handle it in themselves and their sons. To get Steve's full story in our interview from episode 90 was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, I'll have it in the show notes, but if you want to get his full story in our interview we had in part one of this, go back to episode 90. And so after the break, him and I will get started and hopefully technology will not let us down and we can rock this. Bam! If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. 
Yes. Within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right, y'all. We here and we ready to rock this show today. So we're going to have to go run quick because we only got like, he only can hang out for like 35, 40 minutes, y'all. So if you got a call, you need to be calling like right now. And you got to, you know, any problems in, in your marriage dealing with pornography? Did your butt get caught? Hey, if you got caught, you better want to know how to get out of it. Okay. <laughs> so let's do this. So I bring to you my man, Steve McCorney of freedomcoach.net. Hey, Steve, how you doing, man? I'm great, brother, and congratulations on 100 episodes. I just want to kind of chant, Jerry, 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 <laughs> Jerry. Hey, yeah, I think me and my wife might try to do a little something. We're going to celebrate, uh, but you write 100 episodes. Man, I was just telling you, I was like, oh, I, don't, I don't feel, it, don't, it doesn't feel, but I, I, when, I really, celebrate. when I really think about it, man, it's, it, it's been a long time since I got here. I've done 40 episodes in like, two months <laughs> so that you know uh, doing this live that's what happened it, it brings the episodes up quick um so yep. once that once that um what do you call it once that algorithm kicks in you will see jerry jacobs all over the internet when you put your marriage when you put Excellent. marriage in there <laughs> so man we're gonna that. start out quick man because we ain't got a lot of time so i'm gonna hit you hard with this first question because last time okay. we did a lot of interview and stuff about your past and your family and stuff, which is great and everything. That's how I like to roll. But can can masturbation cause I'm sorry, let's start with this one. What is the cause of masturbation and what are the effects on the man? What is the cause? Mm. Okay, so great, great question, right? And so we have to look first and foremost, let's look at our, our culture in many in many ways, right? Our culture itself wants to inspire us to be selfish, right? And especially obviously the issue of masturbation. In fact, um, has been been around for for a long, long time, but has never been really um, pushed to the level in which it's been uh, since the pornographic. Re- I call it a de-evolution. It's not a revolution. It's not moving us to make us more. It actually makes us less. And so, so with this, it's an it's an intentional action designed to help us t- to cause us to be focused on oneself, right? And if we look at the way in which the body is designed and which the sexual act is designed, the marital act, that's the best language I would like to use because it's supposed to be for marriage. It is for another. It's designed for another. So any- anyone who says something like like what they would say from Planned Parenthood or or anything like that, um, that is that this is good for us, that helps a person to know their body, uh, to know what their preferences are, it's all hogwash, right? Because the, all of the expression, everything we do with our bodies, everything we 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 are um, 
we're involved with is supposed to be making a sincere gift of self, right? And and of a sincere gift of self for another. Instead, this is not a sincere gift at all. Instead, is a instead of like what um, Father um, uh, Priest I know Father um, Father Father David Bransfield would say: the the meaning of life is to give beauty slowly instead of to acquire pleasure quickly. What we have here is that it's a quick fix. It's trying to do a quick fix. And the problem is it programs us to simply pursue our greatest uh, our greatest pleasure over anything else. So if you to bring this, if you bring the issue of masturbation into marriage, right? What it's programming us, especially in that most intimate act with our spouse, is to be all focused about self. This is why a lot of guys, right? When you when you got you get very real and you get right to the right to the the jugular of it, right? A lot like women are like crockpots; they take forever to heat up, and that's a great thing, right? Men we're like microwaves, right? We don't need any help getting heated. We are ready to go zero to hundred. That's a vast majority of guys, right? And so if there's something that's increasing the speed on here, if a woman is a crock pot, right? In a certain sense, right? And we're supposed to be making a beautiful dish together, right? Well, if it, if the pleasure is, if it's just about pleasure and it's just about for myself, this is where wives are going to be very, very deeply uh, upset on this. And also the other fact is, for many guys who have been trapped in the pornography uh, masturbation dichotomy, they are basically using their wife as a masturbatory tool. And, and this is what can be so damaging here, especially when she's expecting for a full giving of self from him so she can receive all of him, which is written right into her body. She has the language of receptivity. Instead, he's focusing on, only on himself. That is going to cause a wife to shut down faster than ever. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like one of the first things, like when we get to the making love mastery category in my program, the first things I teach the men is sex is not supposed to be animalistic. And they go, what? Well, animalistic is like, you know, we're humping at 50,000 miles an hour. And then we're in a couple of minutes, we're finished. And our wife is like, uh, what happened? You know, it's supposed to be blissful. Making love is supposed to be blissful. Why? So that you can get into the mysteries of your wife, mm. so that you two can really get into each other. And the longer that we prolong the, the marital embrace, the more that you two get to know each other. You get to really understand each other, and you you can really connect and bond like that. That's why, anim, you know, animalistic lovemaking is really only to satisfy really the the what do you call it the the uh, the animal the animal instinct the, the the lust nature of us. You know, what do you think about that? Well, yeah, I mean, let's let's look at the nature of this. The opposite of love is not hatred or or um, or apathy. The opposite of love is to use another person as a means of one's own selfish gratification. And if we put lust in there, let's define lust. Lust is to use another person as a means of one's own selfish sexual gratification here. Amen, right? brother. So, and there's, there's arguments. Like uh, there's a recent debate between Matt Fred and, um, and, and, and Prager. I'm totally blanking on his first name, who has some very good, Prager has some very interesting, good things to say, say about, you know, marriage and, and family life, right? But he is Jewish and he does not see, the, the distinction is not made between attraction and lust, where attraction 
true godly attraction is I have a disinterested liking of this person. Disinterested doesn't mean I'm not interested. No, it means I'm very interested, but in the whole of the person, not merely sexual value. It's when we have mere sexual value, we reduce the person and no person, think of any woman, a woman who who shows up at a, a party doesn't want to be seen just for what she wears, but she wants to be seen in the totality of who she is. Lust itself will reduce the person, will reduce the relationship. And in fact, what it does, it shrinks the heart. It doesn't open up for more, right? It makes a promise of mere pleasure, but we're not made for mere pleasure. We're made for genuine love. So within this whole notion, right, this whole whole nature, nature is don't settle. That I say to the first major tip, I would say, don't settle for less. Open up for more, right? Open up for the, the go-to who, if we're coming from especially a Catholic perspective, the God of desire who planted these desires in us to be completely united, body and soul and spirit and mind and a heart, to be completely united there. Don't settle for less. Open up for more. Open that space up more there. It's only in doing that that we're going to find the fulfillment and what um, sexual pleasure was truly designed to be, to open up to more, especially in the, in, in the fertility that God has given to us. The divine lover, baby. The divine lover, man. Preach it. <laughs> so, look, another thing that I get too, man, is dudes will come to me because um, I talk to a lot of them and they'll go like I had a, 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 a dude last night who was, believe it or not, he, is, he was in his 80s and he was still very sexually vital. Okay, so you guys talk about we, you know, we're not supposed to make love over that. No, that's craziness. Says who? <laughs> right, exactly. Says who? Great point. I like that. But, but a lot of what a lot of dudes will do is they'll say, well, yeah, because one of the questions I ask them is, you know, are you masturbating because you're not having sex in like five or six months or four years or whatever, and then they go, well, yeah, but see, I have a picture of my wife. Does that I've had people actually email me and ask me that, like, is it okay if I masturbate if I have a picture of my wife? And I know what I tell them, but we're not here about me. We're here about you. And so I'm pretty sure we're on the same page on this one, but I want you to say what you would tell somebody that says that. Sure. Let's let's go back. Uh, let's go back about forty years, Jerry. Okay, not to my birth, but um, but in here, John Paul uh, was giving a commentary. Uh, in his theology of the body on Matthew 27 to 28. And 27 for those, uh, everybody knows what this is, for the, but for the three or four who don't know what it is, let's recap, right? Um, uh, you've heard it said that you should not commit adultery. But I say to you, if you even look with lust, you've already committed adultery to the heart, right? Mm-hmm. So Dennis Prager, by the way, is his name, for instance. So this is where a lot of people will conflate attraction and lust, put the two together here and, and say, I can do whatever I want in the bedroom because we're married. Well, Christ is not God, God and Christ, who, yes, are the same 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 being and, the, and Christ being the second person of the Trinity. They want to get not just our actions, but to our heart. And remember, where do those actions? begin. They start in the heart. You've got to go after the heart, which is the core, C-O-R, of the person. And John Paul is making a commentary on this passage saying that even a husband could lust after his own wife. And the American media said, exploded basically on him and said, we don't know what you guys do in Italy with your wives, but here in America, we lust after our wives. (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> wow. Like, like, like Jerry, Jerry, let's think through this. Just we got to, we got to unpack this is like mind numbing, right? If, if, if what we just stated before, right, that the opposite of love is to use another person and the heart of lust is to use a person that you use my own wife, my own wife, who I'm supposed to be totally, completely dedicated to until my final breath, right? To never use her. In the most intimate act, in what we can uh, in truly say, the heart of one's home is one's bedroom, right? More than even the kitchen. And I like my kitchen. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is this, <laughs> mm-hmm, right? You need to get some Jerry ribs, baby. Get some right. ribs. Chicken, uh, chicken, uh, chicken <laughs> right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm hungry, dude. It's only, so I'm, I'm in central time. It's only not even 9 30. I want to take a second. All right. Anyway, so. So like to bring that in to the heart of one's bedroom is is a complete fallacy. It's a complete damage. It's in, and this is where we can say this would be a form of marital rape to use my wife to not value her for who she is, right? So um so this is why I, I say this especially to dating couples, but we can bring this right into marriage before you enter into a situation with a member of the opposite sex, check your heart at the door. Don't leave it there. Check it. What's going on? What's the reason for why I'm entering in here, right? And and especially the heart can be very fickle. And if our focus has not been on growing in virtue, in virtuous love, in self-sacrificial actions, right? It's going to be very hard when the emotions get heightened because if you take take pure reason versus pure emotion, which is going to win? Emotion's going to win, right? And so if our programming has not been to focus on the other, on what is best for the other, but instead through especially issues like pornography and masturbation, I'm focused on myself. You're looking at the destruction of what you were looking for in the bedroom, which is genuine intimacy into me see with my wife. Okay, great. So when a person, so let me remind you of the question. So... If a person, so if a if a man comes to you and says, "Hey, I'm, uh, you know, hey, I, I, masturbation is cool. I had a picture of my wife when I was doing it. Th- that's okay, right?" What would you say? Sure, sure. So all of this is to build on that thing. Thank you for the reminder of the question. Hey, I, I go through it all the time, brother. When I'm on other people's podcasts, I start rolling, <laughs> I start, and then I forget. Oh man, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> so. So we we have to give context to these things, right? So this is where our uh, your wife, like let's put this in terms of male male sexuality in this most intimate act. Your wife wants all of you, your body, Amen. your heart, your seed, your um, your your uh, your life, and especially your mind. And, and if you're focused and your soul, mm. and if you're focusing on someone else. Right. If it's there, it's that that's where focus. Guess where you're not. You're not in the moment with your wife. It's like this is not the same thing, but it's like you're out at a campfire, a bunch of people you haven't seen for a while, and two people pull out their phones and are just on their phones the entire time. They're not, they may be doing legitimate things on their phone, but they're not in the moment. They're not present there. And I think this is especially why there's been such a breakdown in marriage. You have pornography coming into the bedroom. People are focusing on that thing. And if you, and here's the deal, if you, and they've done studies with this, with, with technology, if, and this is what technology in many cases is trying to do to get us to the next algorithm, next image, the next, next story, more and more and more, it's stealing our attention. And if you steal your attention, guess what? You steal your joy. 
your focus go where your focus goes, your energy flows. And many people, their eyes are off the target, eyes are off the ball, and that's why. Because uh, in in this is this goes way beyond the bedroom, also, Jerry, right? Because I now am focused on mere entertainment. It's all about me. Well, when we're supposed to have those hard conversations with my wife, uh, let's not go there. Let's just bow out of them. But remember, mm-hmm. as you know very well, and as you teach in Catholic Alpha, right? Making love begins in the kitchen, not just with chicken. All those, <laughs> all those little things really matter to the wife so that when you get into the bedroom, it is a climax of the mountain of intimacy that you have built up. And if that mountain has not been built up, then watch out because hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Boy, which means I don't want to have sex with you. Thank you. I don't either. I'm not interested. That's right. I'm married. But, you know, and, and so let me say this, man. A lot of times people, you know, people in the church, in the Catholic church and outside the church, Protestants and even the Jews, where well, Jews are Protestants, um, they don't really understand. They think God is full of all these rules and stuff. And the way that, that you, you guys got to understand it is it's not rules, man. It's teaching. It's, it allows you to play the game better. Just like if when you play football, like and you have you're you're in the NFL you're in Europe, you played football and you're inside the white lines. Yep. That's God. The lines are God. The referee, you know, he's the he's Jesus. He's the he's the one that's trying to help guide you, you know, in the Holy Spirit. And so if you in, in the football game, you start running outside the lines and doing what you want to do and hitting the referee and, and and arguing about every little play and everything has happened, you're not in the game, right? Yep. And so you you but once you know the rules, that's what God has said. Listen, here are the rules, man. Be creative, right? Enjoy it, embrace it, you know. And and the only thing that we're trying to do when we're talking about this stuff, gentlemen, is to get you to understand it's about holiness. It's about you say you want to become a better man for who? For God, for your wife, for your children. You say you want to be a better man. This is how you do it. You, you got to deny yourself, die to yourself. And on another angle that I want to bring to what um what Steve said is you guys got to understand when you in when we as men engage in pornography, we engage in um um, a masturbation and those things and homosexuality and lust with our wives and stuff, especially with especially with um, masturbation and and um, pornography, we are opening up the door of, to the demonic in our home. We are your job as a man is to to protect, defend, and serve. And under defense is the defense your job to protect your home against the de- against the demonic, against the fallen angels. And if you're up, if we're up masturbating and watching pornography, we are what? We are distracted. So when you get distracted, that's when the devil walks right through you, walks right up the stairs and gets in bed with your wife and kids. And that's when we start to have these kind of things in our chaos in our homes. You know, so when we when we when we do these things that are against the chat against chase chastity, what happens is, man, we start losing our power, God-given power as men. We cut our power in half. We become out of grace with God. The, your power in your home depends on your being in grace with God. Does that make sense? What do you think, Steve? Oh my gosh, there's so much that can I I want to I want to drive a truck through this. Okay. A lot, a lot of things you're talking about, right? Remember, God's plan. God's plan is for life and love union, ultimately marriage. There, there's an enemy who hates you, Satan. His plan is for for fracture, for divorce, for death. 
to enter in, right? And at the heart of this, in the heart of every man is this battle. Am I going to love or am I going to not? In the heart, in, in, and what fuels that is our sexual power. It's our sexual it's our sexual um, sexual energy that's there, right? The question is, are we going to use this for a self-gift or not? And right in the middle of this, there's a battle here, right here. Anton LaVey, who was the, in the, I think, 1960s, what the, it was the, uh, the uh, satanic high priest in America. And he said, it's through the, it's through the television that, that we're going to be bringing so much crap in. Fast forward 60 years now, 70 years almost, right? Where you have a, pretty much a television, stick with a metaphor, in everyone's bed, bedroom in the palm of their hand. And, they, and it's way more, way more aggressive than anything. I mean, I know of guys who are looking at porn and masturbating when their wives are asleep right next to them right? This is a very, very real issue. And here's the deal, right? You said something that sexual, that, that we would fail to live out of sexuality. I, I, I would say as gift, it cuts our power in half. No, I say it cuts our power completely out in the heart of every, uh, completely off in the heart of every man they, uh, is, is the question from their father that they want answered. Do you think I have what it takes, right? Am I strong enough? And what this does, it makes us weak. So this is why you've got a bunch of guys walking around. This is why it's so devastating. A bunch of guys were walking around with the guilt, the shame, the self-hatred, and they put on this facade. They're wearing a mask. And if they re and it's the notion that I'm going to try to be to perform well in all these other different areas outside. I might be really super successful outside my business or with my buddies in the golf game or, or whatever. But when I get home, right, that mask is going to start to show. And this is where your wife, who is a sixth sense, she's going to know, she's going to know this. She knows something's wrong, even if she doesn't know that you've got an issue with pornography or masturbation. That's why this stuff has to be dealt with. You've got to go to the depths here. And a lot of that behavior comes from uh, the brokenness of uh, trauma and wounds that are there. This stuff doesn't just go away. You've got to deal with it. Why? Because gentlemen, you want to be powerful, not powerful so much that I can lift 400 pounds. Congratulations if you can do that. Yeah. No, it's the power to love as Christ loves. Loves, which means at times I I need to express weakness appropriately to lean in with weakness with my wife and have empathy so that we can connect here. But if our emotions are being shut down because especially of again guilt, shame, and self-hatred through misusing our sexual our sexual power, which we're being programmed in pornography and masturbation, we're not going to be able to connect. We're not going to be able to establish the healthy relationship that we really want to have. And this is what's so devastating to marriages. So let's get into two, two questions that are really the core of this whole thing, because we're getting down to like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. So can pornography cause erect? Well, I'm going to put it differently. Tell me how pornography can cause erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. And if sure. so, why? Great question. Right. So I remember the early 90s. I was a huge baseball fan once upon a time. And uh, I used to watch the commercials and I'd start seeing picked, uh, commercials with Rafael Palmero about Viagra. I'm like, what the heck? Why? Why do I even want to know this and see this? I think I was a 13-year-old boy. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? And, and what was going on here? What's behind this is I studied the issue, right? You've got a bunch of guys who, again, remember, there's nothing wrong with watch sports, but the, but the, the metaphor is a bunch of these guys just sit on the couch all day and they watch sports, right? It's about entertaining me. It's easy to, to introduce pornography into that and masturbation, which is all about me, right? Well, mm -hmm. again, 
you have the chemicals that are there that are stirred up in the brain, dopamine, norepinephrine, things like that. Let's stick on dopamine, for instance. Dopamine is the motivating chem chemical. It's supposed to help us to you know, be laser focused on things. But what happens is dopamine, the, the chemicals is released and uh, it feels good when it hits the receptor. But what happens is the receptor actually shrinks and we need more and more and more of this, right? We're being programmed, right? Because usually pornography and masturbation go hand in hand, pun intended. And what happens here is the, um, it, it's a very quick act. Now it's, it's, and whereas I don't have a real, I don't have a real relationship with this person. I don't have to do anything. This woman is radically interested in me. She's turned on, she's ready to go. And I can do, take care of my business and then move on. Insert your wife. She's not like that woman. She's not a girlfriend anymore. She's your wife, right? And so she has her own thoughts, her feelings, her libido is there, or maybe not there, maybe not for years, right? I still am called to love her. And it's not about satisfying my own libido. It's about entering in so I can serve her, which may involve her libido as well, right? In all these different areas. And, and again, uh, if, but if we've been programmed over and over and over, repeated use, right? Our body's going to respond to that. And any sign of um, of arousal that comes in there, this is where, what can lead to premature ejaculation. And what happens is when the wife is, she's just beginning to get interest and you're already done, well, that's going to close her heart down. That's where frigidity is going to come in. That's going to create a wound. And especially like, gentlemen, let's be very frank, If especially if you're married, right? think back. You got to think long and hard about this, that if, if there have been times in your courting time that you were unchaste with your marriage, it's going to come up in your marriage in some way, somehow. And women don't forget. They're the no. elephants. They're the <laughs> elephants of the human race, right? Two or three of uh, two or three elephants. <laughs> <laughs> just, just don't call your wife an elephant. Right? Right. It won't go well. Right? But they remember everything. And so here's the deal, right? But but remember, love covers a multitude of sins, right? And things can be healed. She she is holding on in your marriage, especially let's say you're you're establishing you, you have problems going on in your marriage, right? She knows your pornography use or masturbation use, right? Knows that's going on there, right? She knows it's a problem. There's been some pulling back there. The reasons why she's still with you is, is another chemical called norepinephrine, which is excitement. And it helps to helps with burning things in the brain, helps with that, right? To remember those things. She remembers the good times. And if you're focusing on those good times and you're focusing on, on the good actions here and learning how to have self-control in all ways, especially in those little ways in the bedroom, then guess what? It's going to help to grow that love, which means the stuff that would would um, create selfishness, which which would create, especially in this most of an act for um, premature ejaculation, anything that would cause that or be a, um, a, a, a factor of bringing that about has got to go. You got to ditch the porn and masturbation. Mm -hmm. So basically what we're talking about is triggers. So are we going to get to that in a second? Mm -hmm. But um, so I have people tell me, I mean, guys say all the time, I, I had a guy say to me yesterday. You know, I tell my wife, you know, if you don't if you don't make love to me, you're going to cause me to sin because you're going to cause me to to watch pornography and masturbate because, you know, I've got to have it. And I've got to do what I've got to do and stuff like that. That's that's being weak and, and copping out. Right. So what would you say to that? And what are some ways like I always teach the guys, listen, man, lean on Christ, man. Believe it or not, the good priests, they do, they, they, they are celibate for 20, 30, 40, 50 years or whatever. I mean, 
this why wow, that's called grace. It's called grace. So what would you say to, to a dude who says that? Like you, 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 you didn't make love to me because if you don't, you're causing, you're the one causing me to sin, which if you, in a way, what she, okay, let's, let's admit this. Your wife, we all understand our wives have problems. Let's get that out. I should have got, we should have got that out, right. We should have got that out the way at the beginning of the show, right? We understand that women have their problems. We know this. So, but we're not talking about women because why? Talking about women don't fix women. Men fix women. God fixes women together. Okay. So that being said, though, if a man came to you and said, "Hey, Steve, man, come on, man. You know she ain't. We ain't. She ain't made love to me in four years." And I just had that happen a couple of days ago. She ain't made love to me in four years, man. I mean, come on. What am I supposed to do? Bam. So let's talk about this, right, gentlemen? Your life is not your own. When you get married, your life is not your own. Your life is for your wife, right? For whatever reason. Let's say it's low libido, but let's also say and make it very clear that maybe it has nothing to do with you, right? Maybe there's wounds that are going there, right? This is a place in which I need to sacrifice. Let's say here, let's use a very, let's use a very re real example, right? You get married, right? Beautiful day. You consummate the marriage that night. On the way to church the next day, a tractor trailer comes and T-bones your vehicle. Your wife is a paraplegic. Are you going to stay married and faithful to her, which means sexually faithful to her, even if you cannot consummate that for the rest of your life, right? For a vast majority of us, that has not happened. Thank God, right? Mm -hmm. Right. But is that is that option very much on the table? Yes. So we have to get over this notion. I, I, I categorically deny this notion, sex is a need. No, sex is a great gift. It's a gift meant to be given, right? There is a power here. And, and then when you feel that attraction, good, feel the attraction, what you do with it, that's what matters. That's where morality comes into play here, right? And that that notion here, we are not animals. We are not, um, I, ha I feel the itch and I have to scratch it. No, that's a lie from hell. We are, we are, have been given, especially if we have been baptized. And if you're Catholic, you've been sealed in the, in the, sealed by the Holy Spirit through chrismation or confirmation. You have the ability to sublimate these natural desires to the greater desire to genuinely love. This is what a priest of does. And guess what, gentlemen, a sacramental priest, gentlemen, you are a priest of your home and it's on the altar, which is your bed you are to worship. And sometimes it means I can't offer a sacrifice of my body tonight or maybe for a while. But do you think for one moment, God doesn't hear your prayer? Do you think for one moment, God doesn't hear the pain of your heart, that he doesn't hear of the suffering that you have? No, he knows this. Think of Christ on the cross. He stains, he's on the cross. The pain is right here. It's very real, right? I mean, look at this, right? He knows the pain. He knows the hurt. And as bridegroom, he's offering the gift of his body with a very real risk of this being rejected, which it is by you and me because we sin. But guess what? He keeps putting himself out there. He keeps offering himself here. So from here, this is critically important, gentlemen, right? Our lives are not, the meaning of life is not about getting laid. The meaning of life <laughs> is, a, it's not. I know, it's not. I know. What's the, what, what's the meaning of life here? The meaning of life is to lay down your life for others, especially those that we promise to make that gift of self at the altar on the day of our wedding, right? So we've got to really reevaluate this whole notion because sex is not primarily about pleasure. It's not. It's about service and love. Now, could there be pleasure involved? Yeah, it is, right? And for whatever reason, if 
if if marital intercourse is not happening, there's a, the issue is not marital intercourse in itself. Amen, a brother. Issue. There's a deeper Amen. issue. Amen. Amen. Do I, I, people do not understand that they think they think? Well, if she's not giving if she's not giving me sex, then that's the problem. No, it's always a deeper problem. Sex is never the problem. Sex is the result. Yep. Of the problems that have been caused. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And another thing too, man, this takes what we're talking about. It takes grace. Yes. It takes grace from God. You just can't do this on your own. This is why we, you, you must have a prayer regiment that to, 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 and, and to, uh, to battle this demon that's messing with you, man. And, and, and that's the way it is. Why? The reason we don't want this, cause it will harm your soul. Masturbation, pornography, will harm your soul, man. It really will. Do you want to go to hell or do you want to go to per, per, uh, uh, say it, man? Purgatory or heaven? <laughs> yeah, I mean, which I'll one? one. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, you're going to either, like uh, Steve said earlier, you're going to pay now or you're going to pay later. You know, really. And I don't think that, and, and I wish that our priests and our pastors would teach more about this, about what does pay now and pay later really mean? You know, you know, and what is the, the fire burning you, the burning the soul, burning you out? I mean, we've got to understand, ma'am, that either you're going to go this. This life is a test and you, it is what it is. You know, are you worthy to go to the big party? What I, like I always say, the big party is heaven. Or you go to the other party. Other party and it's cool and it's fun. But, you know, that's where you want to go. You can go. But I want to go to the big party. What, Steve, what you what party you want to go to? Okay, I'm going to argue it's not cool at all. It might be freezing cold right. or a whole lot hotter than Texas, okay? <laughs> I ain't down with that party. I'm not interested in going there. I'm not there, down right? with that party. Yeah. No, no, that party oh, my brothers and sisters, listen very carefully, right? Like, there is something catechism teaches, right? The, what marital, What married couples encounter in the marital embrace is a little glimmer. Or as my, my good friend Christopher West says, little, 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 little glimmer of what is to happen in heaven. Heaven is the ultimate marriage feast. Now, I, and, and so what we're doing, let's, let's keep the analogy here. Your marriage on earth is preparation for the eternal marriage in heaven with your bridegroom. So the question is, how are you doing marriage preparation now? How are you living? This is a, a shot across the bow for both Jerry and I. Is Jerry going to go celebrate his hundredth, or is he going to go and watch football tonight? I don't know if there's football on or whatever, right? I don't, I don't watch football, right? <laughs> so um, I've no, or just eat chicken. I don't go eat, eat chicken with your wife. So, yeah, from, there's a metaphor. So from here, right, is is the 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 notion here? Everything we're doing must be preparation for heaven. And guess what? In heaven, are the most unselfish. The most outpouring of love, the most joyful people you'll ever meet. Okay. And when I think about that, those three elements, right? Unselfish, self giving, and totally joyful. I look at my life, I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. That's why I need to be married. That's why I need to have the rough brushes and the, the difficult conversations. That's why I've got to self sacrifice now so that I'm at my final breath, God willing, through grace, I'm going to say, Jesus, I allowed your will to be done in me. Do okay. with me as you see. Amen. Three minutes. We got covered right two and three minutes. The first one, the first one is, the first one is we got to give them a solution. So what is, I mean, um, how, um, where's the question? I, Cause I want to say it right. 
oh, how to remove, how can we remove the trigger of masturbation and pornography in our brain? Sure. Um, connectivity. That's the ultimate, that's the ultimate question. Pornography masturbation is isolating. So you've got to find a way to, uh, to connect, which also means you've got to begin to identify what the emotions are. So big acronym real quick, blasted, bored, lonely, hungry, angry, stress, angry, apathetic, stress, tired, turned on, emotional, depressed. There's 10 of them there. (laughs) Big mouthful, blasted. Okay. So you've got to be aware of what those triggers are. And then you've got to, again, it's like, check your heart at the door. Am I feeling these things? in my life. And then I need to learn how to replace them. So there's a lot of the work that we do. One of the big things we'll do in freedom coaching, freedom-coaching.net, where we want to work on the emotional regulation. We want to know what am I thinking? What am I feeling? So I can deal with it in the moment so that I don't explode on my wife in, uh, in anger, that I don't, um, I, I'm not, I'm not pulling back and being isolated when we're supposed to be having a hard conversation, right? This is really critically important. And then what's going to do is help us to grow in virtue that even if I'm feeling those things, that's why I say to people, feel what you're feeling, be where you are, but then we can respond appropriately in virtue. Okay. Um, and another thing too, before I ask your last question is, man, people got to really realize the more you lose control, the more you ejaculate, your, your hormones are contained in your semen. So the more that you, you, you spill that, what happens is you lose, you lose your vital energy. And so what does that call? It causes depression that causes things. And you, you don't feel like yourself. You feel depressed easily. You don't have the energy to do what you're supposed to do. And so this is why this is a, a, a very bad, co- you know, consequence of of masturbating because what happens if you if you're depressed if you're a masturbator and you feel depressed all the time that is the reason why okay now the last thing real quick please tell us where we can find your show and is there any special projects you have brewing right now or want to tell us about Sure, absolutely. So freedom-coaching.net, you can find all of our stuff. We do some blog writing. We got we have a podcast on there, the Redeemed Vision Podcast. It's usually through Anchor. I know it's on Spotify and other places. The big project that is coming out, we just signed the contract very recently. Um, it's it's uh, going to be on formed.org. It's the Catholic Netflix. There's a 12-part series called Redeeming Our Vision. It's if you're connected with a Catholic parish, guess what? It's free. They they pick up the bill. And what this is, is a walkthrough, not just in how we break free from pornography and any unchaste behavior, but how do we build a culture of sexual integrity? This is going to be a really important series, especially if you have little ones in the house, you don't have them watch it. You're going to watch it and bring the principles from there. And there's a study guide that's coming out with that as well. Um, that'll be found at our web website. And um, and you're going to be able to use, use together. This is also going to be a very gr- a tremendous tool, especially for men's groups, for any study groups there to be able to go deeper on this, because these issues don't just go away. We've got to bring healing here and it's going to help to heal you, your marriage, our parish, and ultimately the world. Beautiful. All right, Steve, Mr. FreedomCoaching.net. And what's the name of the podcast again? Sure. The Redeemed Vision Podcast. And my brothers and sisters, there's a guy by the name of Jerry Jacobs Jr. There's an episode coming out very soon. You've got to hit that. It's awesome. All right, brother. Thank you so very much for being here today. Go serve that client. And let's let's do this again, baby, because we still didn't get done. That's all right, brother. I love you, man. Take it easy, brother. brother. Bye.
If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, all right. We are done for today. Mr. Steve had to go, so that means I'm going to go because we had some great questions. We had some great interaction, and um, I hope that that helped you, helped you men. You know, you know me, I try to cover everything in marriage, everything, the good, the bad, the ugly. Why? Why do I do that? Why do I talk about things that nobody wants to talk about, that people are scared to talk about? The reason why, because it's not about it ain't it's about love, man. Truth, love and truth. You know, because I care if I don't give you all the information to help you make the logical decisions and the intellectual decisions about the faith, about your marriage, relationship with your kids, you know, and, 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 and the intimacy and what that means, then what am I what good am I? I'm not worth nothing. You know, and so that is what's important, giving you everything that needs to be said. That's why you will never see Jerry on uh, international TV or national TV or nothing, because I talk about things that nobody wants to talk about. I give buzz killers. And it's, but, but really, it's not a buzz killer if you think about it. It empowers you. And I hate that. That's a cliche word. But in this case, it's really the truth. It empowers you as a man to be successful in your home. To, it gives you all the knowledge you need, and then and, and then what we also do is we we encourage you to go out and find more about God, find more, you know, form your mind so that you can in your home you could be Christ, like he was talking about. Christ in the home is what your wife and kids are looking for. They're not looking for every other guy out here on the street. Your wife can go get that. There's a big a million of them dudes out there. That's the regular dude. She don't want that. She wants a man of God. That's what every woman wants instinctually. That's what she wants. And if you don't give it to her, she's going to find us from somebody else. I know that ain't cool to say that probably, but it's the truth. It's the truth. So with that being said, thank you guys for hanging out with me today. We are done for the day. And as we always do, we're going to end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. 
Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.